Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And part number two is back, ladies and gentlemen. I, again, am Michael Beck, your deputy editor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, this episode, we are uh, we're talking about exactly... Um, exactly what is next here uh which is the uh free agents that we lost some of those tough names but before we get to that i want to touch on a couple things in our live chat here um zach uh mcclintock i hope i got that right he's asking if i'm a penguins fan point the wrong way but if you see behind me there is some of those uh canucks pictures up on the wall Uh, i'm sorry to break it to you guys but i am from vancouver canada um it would be uh, it would be dangerous for my health if I uh, cheered against the home team. Of course, uh, of course, we went to a little bit crazy, um, a little bit crazy there um, in 2011. But uh, you know what? Uh, I, I still I still love my team. But uh, we're still in it. I'm sorry for you, Penguins fans, that uh, suffered that brutal loss um, earlier today. Um, you know, uh, th- this is an interesting time, interesting playoffs. I'm sure you guys will be back. If you get the number one overall pick, you're going to be back for a long, 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 long time. But anyway, um, getting into the topic of discussion for the second part of our uh, podcast here, the free agents that we lost, um, there's definitely some guys that uh, when they left, uh, I-, I don't know if some of you guys will uh, share the same feelings, but uh, when they left, it was... Uh, pretty tough um, on the organization, of course, be it money, be it their own persona, whatever the reasons may be. Um, Honestly, kicking things off with a name that I think some people were uh, not super pumped about when they left, but uh, he went on to do not a whole lot. When Mike Wallace 
left the Pittsburgh Steelers. Honestly, that was one day that uh, kind of uh, kind of affected me a little bit. Um, honestly, that uh, was one player I thought was going to be what Antonio Brown became. Obviously, the Steelers picked right when it came to paying a receiver back then, um, no matter how things ended up. But uh, Mike Wallace, when he left the Pittsburgh Steelers, he was that high-flying receiver. He was putting up crazy numbers. He was developed into more than just a speed burner. He was a guy that uh, could run pretty much the entire route tree. When it came to Super Bowl 45, uh, the ball was getting uh, slung around all over the field. Um, and honestly, he was uh, he when he first left Pittsburgh, I was like, uh-oh, this is going to come back to bite us in the butt. But then as soon as he got to Miami, his first year, his, his, his stats actually were better than his final year in Pittsburgh when he took a little bit of a dip with 850 yards, a shade over that, I believe. Um, when he went to Miami's first season, put up 930, which, you know, it's all right, but um, nothing spectacular, especially someone that the Dolphins played paid so much money to. But that's kind of when the wheels kind of fell off the tracks a little bit. But uh, in five years away from the Steelers, uh, playing for Minnesota, uh, Baltimore, which it was tough, especially that long run that Mike Wallace had against us. That uh, that one stung. And Miami, uh, Mike Wallace, um, he put up a total of 303 catches in five years, which is nothing, nothing to really scoff about. And 4,030 yards. He wasn't putting up 1,000 yards a year, but he still put up 15 touchdowns. Um, he was someone that uh, I thought was, uh, was going to be a whole lot more for the Steelers. Um, and honestly, he didn't, he didn't emerge too much when he left. But um, he is someone the Steelers have kind of missed positional-wise, that kind of burner, take the top off the defense uh, guy. Um, they had a little bit in, in Antonio Brown and Martavis Bryant, but that wasn't their, their niche. That wasn't their one thing. Um, and I would say um, once, once he left Ben, who's probably one of the best downfield passers in NFL history, like the guy is just – he does it better than really anyone. Um, when you consider throwing the ball straight down the field on go routes, he he puts it right on the money. It it seems like they're, they're that's been missing from the team. And you know what? I, I think they might have it now in perhaps Chase Claypool, who kind of uh, he he lists the same about uh, as Plaxico Burris. And we saw that one year with Ben, where Plax would run down the middle of the field. This gigantic receiver with four four speed. Ben just threw it up to him, and I think we're gonna finally have that back since Mike Wallace left. But um, another name that is being thrown around a lot here, Sanders was tough. Emmanuel Sanders, another receiver at the time, um, he tried to leave on a number of occasions. Um, obviously, he was kind of the number three, number four target in the offense and didn't get the ball a whole lot. And obviously, we've seen how talented he was because he's one of those receivers that strangely thrived after he left Pittsburgh. It doesn't normally happen. But um, he originally signed a tender to go to the New England uh, Pittsburgh said, uh-uh, and matched the tender. And uh, he stayed one more season before signing uh, with the Denver Broncos and playing with Peyton Manning, which always made me laugh because Emmanuel Sanders went from playing with Big Ben to attempting to pay play with Tom Brady to going to play with Peyton Manning. Um, it, it just made me chuckle. It's like this guy really knows what uh, what is going on here with uh, what uh, quarterbacks you want to play with. Um, especially with how the rest of his career went on after not having great quarterback play in Denver after Peyton retired, goes to San Fran with Garoppolo, who honestly I think the jury's still out on. So he has moments of brilliance, uh, mo- moments of averageness. But then this offseason, he's a free agent signed with Drew Brees. Like the guys played with the best quarterbacks in the last in the last twenty years. It, it really is funny 
especially if he somehow ended his career with like Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. He'd just be like, okay, this guy's calling a shot. He only plays with good quarterbacks. But that one did sting. When Emmanuel Sanders took off, um, he was someone that uh, he really didn't do a whole lot in Pittsburgh. Uh, on the flip side, like you got, got guys like Santonio Holmes that gets traded the Jets, doesn't do a whole lot. Like he makes some plays, but he was better in Pittsburgh. Mike Wallace takes off, better in Pittsburgh. You really name the receivers, and they're always better in Pittsburgh. Probably has something to do with Ben Roethlisberger, but um, I would say that uh, Emmanuel Sanders, yes, I would agree with a lot of the live chat here that it was probably the tougher loss because what it developed into. I think at the time, me personally, I was uh, I was a little surprised when Mike Wallace left, but he commanded so much money. You couldn't sign him, especially when they chose to sign Antonio Brown. We know how that all ended up. The next name I want to bring up here is the most recent name um, of my list here, and that's Le'Veon Bell, which honestly, I think we've already talked about uh, until we're blue in the face, really. But what Lev Bell did in Pittsburgh, he changed the game at that running back position. And Steelers, uh, or not even the Steelers, the NFL haven't really seen a player like that ever that really was, like he said, a wide receiver two and a running back one. Um, when he took off... Um, I think the Steelers kind of left lost something, uh, and I, I'm saying this in the sense, especially because he didn't play that 2018 season either. Um, in the grand scheme of things, now it'd be easy easy to say that well, the Steelers should have paid Le'Veon Bell and let uh, AB walk if uh, if they knew all the things that were going to happen because he he really is a game changer. Um, I think going to the Jets, I, I think honestly. What happened, the whole situation, I mean, like I can bounce around topic to topic on this Le'Veon Bell stuff, but he played with a fantastic offense line. He he had it all in Pittsburgh. He had the quarterback that got him the ball. And then when he took out took off to New York looking for that big money deal, I guess he realized that people don't want to pay running backs anymore. And he he took a, he took less money than what he was going to get in Pittsburgh, especially when you consider if he took that 14 mil guaranteed franchise tag even if he were to get hurt, the guy was still going to get paid. I think that's just the story of the game. But obviously, looking out for what he thought was best for him, I don't think it really worked out for him uh, because he, he's making a little bit less money, but he's still getting the money that he, he wanted to sign for. But I don't think his stats are ever going to be the same. Um, and I think t- a history won't be as kind to Le'Veon Bell, who honestly probably goes down as a Hall of Famer if he plays his entire season in Pittsburgh, doesn't take a year off. I honestly think he is a game-changing type player that ends up in that kind of that kind of uh, enshrinement, that kind of level. He was just that good as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now he doesn't play for an O-line that's as good. He doesn't play for a quarterback that's good. And he plays for a coach that doesn't want him there. Adam Gase, did he for a minute ever make you feel like he wanted Le'Veon Bell on his team? Because to me, I think that answer is uh, drastically a big N-O no, Adam Gase has straight up ca- called out his GM saying, oh, why are we paying a running back this much money? And at the time, as much as it hurt Pittsburgh, I don't think Le'Veon Bell or the Jets are any better off when he took off. Um, he, I, I, It's tough. Like He still has potential to be that 1,000-yard guy, but the Jets are a fire sale right now. Everyone wants out. It. There was times it sounded like the Jets were trying to trade Le'Veon Bell last uh, tra- uh, trade deadline last year. So 
I think that loss, as much as it hurt, that all that drama, that dragging it out, is he going to play, is he not going to play, doesn't play, signs elsewhere, that really stung. The Steelers could have done a whole lot with that $14 million instead, just ate it. The amount of players they could have signed to – they could have brought in another just outstanding type player and just let Le'Veon Bell walk. So that was one of those things that really, really, really stung because I think that uh, kind of took away from that 2018 team um, and it really kind of took away from what Le'Veon Bell was kind of able to do um, with his career. So when he took off, honestly, that was kind of a sad day. And like we all knew it was coming, so it wasn't as big of a shock. And honestly, I kind of just uh, stayed away from the NFL Network that day. I was like, maybe maybe we won't pay too close attention to Twitter. You know, the Steelers aren't making a day one move, and I know exactly Le'Veon Bell is going to be signing somewhere else. But when those numbers came out, I kind of giggled a little bit, to be honest with you. But there's something to be said about not paying your running backs anymore in the NFL. You kind of see where it bites teams in the butt. Todd Gurley gets a giant contract, stinks, and he ends up get, getting cut. And the, the Rams are on the hook for a lot of money to cut a guy who uh, signs in Atlanta. Honestly, outside of Christian McCaffrey, who is the the only player, and if, if he the wheels fall off him, same thing for the Panthers. Um, I don't know if there's a, a running back that you should be paying. And uh, honestly – if Carolina had anyone else to pay, I would say signing McCaffrey to that deal is a little ridiculous too. But um, it, it, it's really tough uh, when it comes to that running back spot. But uh, I think the Steelers have got the right system right now. Just draft one every year. Um, and then when their contract uh, walks, you say, see you guys. Um, and I do want to bring this name up too from Mark Tobin. He uh, mentions Derrick Henry. Yes, that's another name. Um, he has developed to be one of the best running backs in football. Of course, uh, number nine, I believe it was, or number 10 in the NFL Network's top 100. Uh, Derrick Henry is another name I'd pay, but pff, running backs, I don't know. It, it, this league is not as running back friendly as I thought it was going to become more of. Uh, and I think GMs are realizing it's not a position that's desperately needed, and you can kind of find one in the draft, kind of anywhere if, if you do the right due diligence and you uh, find the guy that fits in your backfield well enough. If you've got a guy that can do a, a one thing really good, you have a good backfield. Moving on to our next name, of course, after touching on Mike Wallace and Love Bell, uh, I want to talk on Alan Fanica, one of the best offense linemen, if not the best offense lineman in uh, Steelers history. Uh, probably, I honestly think he's one of the best guards in NFL history, but of course, he's kind of been snubbed from the NFL Hall of Fame for a number of years, which I think is an absolute joke. I don't care how many Steelers go in uh, in any given year. Um, the best players should be going in, and Alan Fanica was absolutely one of the best players at his position, especially if you're throwing in Steve Hutchinson, who when you go down the whole board, does not his stats do not even uh, touch Alan Fanica's. And Fanica's got a Super Bowl ring. Hutchinson does not. And Fanica is someone who honestly was unselfish in a year of moving out to tackle, and it kind of took away an, another All-Pro and another Pro Bowl from him because he played a spot that wasn't really his. But as a guard, I bet you he would have done it again. And if you slap on another All-Pro to that to that uh, uh, career, I, I feel like it would just become even more of a no-brainer, but it already is. Fanica should be in the Hall of Fame. If he's not in 2021, uh, Steelers fans should absolutely uh, blow them up. S send the Hall of Fame letters every day, like, what are you doing? And just like drive them so nuts that they're like, all right, all right, it's going to happen because there's absolutely no reason why he should not be in the Hall of Fame already. But Alan Fanica, of course, his entire tenure was one of the most steady offensive linemen um, 
as a former offense lineman myself, I know um, when you have a guy like that, um, the guys behind you are just feel so much more comfortable, so much more confident. You just know your guard's got that guy. As a running back, it's like, oh, I can run behind Fanica. I, I know exactly he's going to maul this guy. As a quarterback, you're like, that's my blind side. Maybe I'm a little worried about the defense end, but I know there's no pressure coming up on me from in front. And when Alan Fanica left, um, we knew it was coming because he didn't like the direction of the team. Uh, he left. If he stayed, he would have picked up another ring. But in all honesty, when he left, to me as an offense lineman myself, that stung a little bit because Fanica, you can't say enough about the guy. He he is such an outstanding guard. Um, I see some people throwing DeCastro's name out there too. Fanica and DeCastro. I think uh, Big Dave, if he were to win a ring and put up a couple more all pro slash pro bowl seasons. I think he could be ranked up there with them. Um, left guard, right guard, definitely the best at their individual guard spots, I'd say in team history. So it's an interesting comp. Um, but Fanica again, when he left, of course he was super unhappy. Um, he plays a couple years for the jets before winding down his career in Arizona. Of course, a total retirement move going to Arizona or Florida. Uh, he, he opts for uh, the Western uh, coast uh, he, he's made amends with the organization since still uh, whenever they do some on-field celebration type stuff for that Super Bowl 40 team or just celebrating him as being one of the best uh, one of the best players in team history if we're being honest or being enshrined in the Wall of Fame he's there he's uh, he's he's still a part of the organization again so if Alan Fanica isn't a Hall of Famer in 2021 I'm probably going to absolutely lose my mind because that just seems like one of the all-time snubs, and it just really is not fair. Now, going from a guy that should be a Hall of Famer to a guy that is a Hall of Famer, Rod Woodson. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When he left, oof. I think one thing a lot of us are forgetting, um, of course, he did play in the Super Bowl before he left, but he did tear his Achilles um, that season. Uh, and he didn't. He all, He only played a couple snaps in week one before. It might have even been the first snap, to be honest with you, but I can't really remember the, the entire details on that. I'm sorry. But when Rod Woodson went down, uh, the Steelers still offered him a three-year, $7 million contract, which at the time would, would have paid him a whole heck of a lot of money um, in uh, that 96 uh, time frame. But um, that was tough, and I think a lot of people kind of forget that he had a one kind of one quick stop in San Francisco before moving on to Baltimore, um, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, his career kind of 
uh, rejuvenates again before he winds down in Oakland. He played 17 years in the NFL, which is absolutely crazy to me, especially when you, you consider he still played 10 years for the Pittsburgh Steelers, one in San Fran, two in Oakland, and who cares about what he did in that other team. But he did win a Super Bowl. It wasn't with the Steelers. It was for that team in Baltimore. But he did win a ring, um, and I think that really adds to his career. But when he left, that was probably one of the toughest losses, I'd say, Oh, honestly, in real franchise history. And I, I, when I break these down, I would say the toughest loss was Rod Woodson. Uh, I still believe to this day he's the NFL's all-time leader in pick sixes. Um, I know he is in uh, team history for sure, but um, he, he could kick return. He could punt return. Uh, he, he was an all-pro uh, corner. When he left Pittsburgh, he was an all-pro safety. He could do it all as a defensive back. Um, he reju- he re- uh, rejuvenated his career when he uh, bumped back to safety when he didn't quite have the speed anymore, but super cerebral player. He just knew what he was doing. He got it when he was on the field. Uh, in, in those seven years away of Pittsburgh, he put up 33 interceptions, which is crazy. Um, honestly, he he is one of those guys that when you think of Pittsburgh Steelers corners, you think about Mel Blunt. And he's a Hall of Famer. And he, honestly, I don't know if he is the best corner in team history because of Mr. Rod Woodson, who honestly probably goes down as that best corner. And there's an argument to be said for both guys, but Rod Woodson, what he was able to do in Pittsburgh, what he was able to do throughout his career, um, I I think it's super obvious why it really stings um, when he did leave. Um, Rod Woodson, what can you say? Like... Um, he, he, which sucked when he went to Baltimore is when you're playing against him, you're like, Oh goodness. He will, he was on our team. I always hate when we lose our players to divisional foes. When James Harrison went to uh, Cincinnati, that's, that's stunk. But since he was kind of trash when he went to new England, that hurt a little more. I know they weren't uh, part of the team, but get one guys sign inside the division. That, that is always a tough pill to swallow, but, um, one thing, uh, when I was doing a little bit of research on Rod Woodson, when he signed that deal with uh, San Francisco, he was offered a three-year deal from the Cincinnati Bengals as well at that same time. So he could have played for the Bungles and then the Rappers, which uh, would have just stunk, but uh, super glad he uh, didn't uh, sign in Cincinnati, which honestly is a whole lot worse de- decision than it would be to even sign in Baltimore. I I, I think uh, when it comes to those rankings, the last team I'd probably want to play for is Cincinnati or Cleveland because they really stink. And then Baltimore doesn't follow too close behind them because – or I guess d- they do fall close behind. Uh, if I can uh, get uh, my uh, English going here, um, we'll get there. We'll get there. And then uh, I guess the last name I want to touch on, but even before we get to that, I want you guys to rank those losses – um, those being Alan Fanica, Rod Woodson, Mike Wallace, and Le'Veon Bell. I think uh, I think they were all kind of tough pills to swallow. For me, one that kind of stung more than I thought it was uh, was gonna was Mike Wallace, but he still comes in in my number four spot. Um, he just doesn't hold a candle the other guys on the list. Uh, the next name there I might surprise you a little bit is Alan Fanica. Why that one hurt so much or didn't hurt as much as uh, the Le'Veon Bell? I would say is because he was kind of winding down his career. He didn't he didn't miss a game though. He never missed a game uh, for the Jets or the Cardinals. He uh, he played in all forty eight games in those three seasons away from Pittsburgh. But it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of time. And the Steelers did win a Super Bowl the year after he left. 
So, uh, you know, as, as tough it is, it was, um, it all kind of, it kind of worked out for the Steelers in the end. Um, and then the number two name I'm going to throw out there is Le'Veon Bell. I know he hasn't done a whole lot, but if the Steelers and Bell were to figure out a deal, what could happen in 20, uh, 2018 um, when Ben led the NFL in passing yards? Uh, that whole dynamic, I know they completely flamed out as the year went on. Does that change the Antonio Brown stuff? Does he go crazy or does he stay does he stay happy in Pittsburgh? Are they in the playoffs that year? Who knows? Um, and it just say if everything happened the way it still happened, but Le'Veon Bell was still a Steeler in 2019. I think he is a get a guy that um, that probably changed that season a little bit more for the Steelers and kind of makes teams respect the Steelers' offense a little bit more. And they probably do make the playoffs, especially because uh, when he was playing for the Jets uh, last year, he's not beating the Steelers. So that one stunk, but. Um, the number one name, of course, Rod Woodson, the last one I touched on. Um, one of the top corners in NFL history. Um, one of the top analysts in football today, too, on a complete uh, side note. But uh, Rod Woodson, oh, when he left, if he went straight to Baltimore, I think it would hurt even more. Even though when Baltimore kind of first came into the NFL from Cleveland, I didn't. I, I don't think Steeler Nation hated them as much as uh, we do now, or even, even as we did in the mid-2000s there. Uh, that hatred kind of grew um, once, uh, once he kind of got there, but I, I think my ratings totally goes Wallace, Fanica, Bell and Woodson, uh, in, uh, climbing order there. But, um, in the most recent losses, um, I, w- I want to talk about two names really quick here. Um, one that I don't think will bite the team in the butt because he cost a little bit more than I was kind of expecting Mr. Sean Davis. Um, he obviously got injured and kind of forced the Steelers hands in trading for one Minka Fitzpatrick which um, <laughs> worked out pretty good so far. Um, Minka has been one of those guys that uh, has completely changed his team. But Sean Davis, when it comes to depth, um, the Steelers don't have a whole lot at safety, and they obviously weren't coming anywhere near to what uh, Washington – oh, I almost said their last name there, but uh, I guess it's just the Washington Football Club. Um, I guess uh, I guess it's not really as close. So um, – when Sean Davis, uh, when he walked, that was kind of a, a whatever thing. The Steelers are going to get a comp pick back for that, so that's great. But then the Javon Hargrave side of things, that one's tough. Um, they just there was no way they could match that money from uh, Philadelphia. I really, really liked Hargrave while he was here, but they might be able to mask that loss a lot by uh, returning healthy Stefan to it. Um, to it was one of the best players on the defense before. Well, he honestly, he was probably the best player on the team before he got hurt, tearing his pec last year. And then Javon Hargrave uh, just picked up more snaps, and uh, he he carried on what Tua was able to uh, uh, bring to the Steelers uh, in those first, uh, what, six games that he played in. Um, that Hargrave loss, it really stinks because we know what he's able to do as a pass rusher on the inside as a nose tackle. He got his money, and you know what? Um, I, agree, I agree with uh, ex-Eddie B again here. So happy for him. Um, honestly, uh, I don't know if there was a more deserving guy of a contract than Javon Hargrave. Um, he deserved that money and the Steelers will probably be fine without it, without him rather. Um, you'd want a guy like that on your team, obviously, but, um, when he, uh, when he skedaddled, um, it, it hurts your team a little bit just because of what he is able to do on the field. You know, he's such a talent, but, um, in all honesty, the Steelers should be all right. Stefan Tuitt coming back kind of picks up from those snaps. Chris Wormley, of course, um, being also uh, 
brought in in that kind of depth role, kind of rotation at defensive end spots, and then Tyson Alulu. Um, just being another name, there's a ton of depth of the Steelers' defensive line. So it didn't make any sense to offer that huge money to uh, Mr. Hargrave, especially when so many, so many big, big, big time deals are coming off the books in 2021. And that's the last thing I really want to touch on here is those free agents that are upcoming. Because there's going to be some names that uh, are probably going to hurt a lot of Steelers fans when they go. Because there's just no way that the Steelers are going to be able to pay, I believe it's all 21 of these free agents that are coming up. And there's going to be some fan favorites. It's guaranteed. The the Steelers are at least going to lose one, possibly two, of Cam Hayward, James Conner, or Juju Smith-Schuster. In all honesty, if the cap drops to $175 million, um, if they can't figure out an extension for Big Ben to lower his cap it, yeah, they're going to – and honestly, it, I feel like if Cam Hayward were to go after the season, that one's going to hit home probably uh, about as hard as any of the names uh, listed before. Um, and it really is going to be an interesting year for the Steelers, see if someone takes a hometown discount, who explodes. Because you know what? If Juju has an average year, I think he could end up back in Pittsburgh – if he if he stinks up the joint, then maybe uh maybe you kind of let him go. And if he blows up, then he prices himself off the team. So if you want Juju to be a long term guy, uh, what what it's going to come down to is him putting up basically a similar stat line to last year, not being your number one receiver, and probably being your number two or your number three, and just not getting a whole lot of money in the open market, and possibly getting him on a one year kind of prove it ish kind uh, kind of deal. I don't think anyone's getting franchise tag because that's just going to uh, cost way too much. Um, I see a, a few people mentioning Hayward's name here. What uh, what I think is also interesting and we have to keep in mind is this is year 10 for him. Um, and if they're going to decide to keep Cam over guys that are in their early 20s, um, you got you got to th- imagine that you think your team is winning a Super Bowl or in Super Bowl competitive territory in the next three years uh, and continuing on. And I, I think you keep Cam if you know Ben is coming back for more than when his contract is expired for because you're going to want to have those young talents around whoever the next quarterback is, be it Mason Rudolph, be it someone in the draft. If the Steelers get someone else – you're going to want to load the offense around and make that transition as easy as possible, not throw someone into the fire like the Bengals are going to do to Joe Burrow and who knows, might shoot his confidence and be out of the NFL as quickly as he shot up into it. Um, you you got to you got to figure it out with Ben. This whole team revolves around Ben, and I know sometimes it gets annoying with all the Ben talk, but if he is not coming back, I don't know how you can justify bring, retaining all your older players because Cam's going to get paid a whole lot of money. Grady, uh, Grady Jarrett, I believe uh, the name from Atlanta, um, he he is going to get or he did get a huge deal. Um, Aaron Donald getting a huge deal. Um, Jones with the Chiefs getting a huge deal. He's going to be around twenty million dollar a year player. I don't know if that's even feasible. So that's uh, it, it. Really is as Logan uh, De Lorenzo says. It's uh, AB Mike Wallace situation. Exactly. Um, who are you keeping? Um, I, I think uh, I think you keep uh, I think you keep Cam in the sense that you have the running backs to replace James Conner, and then you got to sit and wait to see what happens with Juju. If he's back, if he's back, then it'll be a hard time to let him go. But you look at the receivers they have. You look at the philosophy that the Steelers don't re-sign receivers to a second contract because 
they hardly ever do as they talked last night on Steelers preview. Uh, Dave Schofield's question, co-editor of the website, he did bring up uh, how many receivers uh, in Steelers history, I believe since the merger have played six seasons. Not a whole lot. Um, check this one out after uh, you listen to this one, guys. But um, as we sign off here, I want to continue to direct your attention to our uh, new social media pages that I have been running. Uh, they're still the same on Twitter and Facebook, but uh, brand new Instagram page. If you haven't seen it already, make sure to go follow at BT Steel Curtain on Instagram. We have a super, super, super exciting giveaway coming up, and it's really going to feature on that. So you're going to want to follow that Instagram page to get on that. It involves a signed jersey from our new friends at TSE, which is Total Sports Enterprises that uh, sell a whole bunch of Steelers signed merch. So you're going to want to follow that page because we got we got some cool stuff going on, and I'm producing some different content each and every day there. Um, thank you guys for tuning in with me, hanging out, uh, chilling. Um, I'm sorry for uh, you also Penguins fans out there for your team dropping out. Hey, it happens. It's hockey. Uh, it's Anyone can win any given year if you make the show. But um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank you guys for uh, chatting along in the live chat. Thank you guys for listening on our podcast platforms. Um, I'm Michael Beck. If you want to follow uh, me, I'm at Mike, Michael Beck 56 on Twitter. Um, of course, again, follow Behind the Steel Current on all platforms. We're doing stuff different stuff everywhere and you're gonna you're gonna want to be in the know and of course always check that website at be, or www.behindthesteelcurtain.com for your one-stop shop for all things pittsburgh steelers we got cool stuff going on every single day um thank you so much guys um we will see you in the next one i will be back wednesday with jeffrey benedict and again uh each and every friday the live mic is your brand new friday show so thank you guys we will see you soon have a great evening Enjoy your weekend. I've been Michael Beck. This is Behind the Steel Curtain on YouTube. And have a great evening. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.